in this episode, I'm going to interrupt you nonstop. <laughs> Oops, damn it. <laughs> you screwed up my perfect intro. <laughs> That one, time you, that one time you farted to start an episode and someone's like, I'm unsubbed. <laughs> Is that all it takes? Welcome to 2023. Oh. Who are you? Who are you? What are you doing? What's your life like? No, like, that's how we start the show. Oh, hey, everyone. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Starting the year right. <laughs> this is 60 Cycle Hub. This is the episode where we only interrupt each other the, the whole time. Guitar, bikes, electronic, modding, fixing, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing, playing podcast. We decided that was harmonizing and it's okay, remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's totally legal around here. Just talk over each other you feel like we did all right last episode not interrupting each other uh i seemed like a pretty normal episode it felt a little slow to it me it felt rough because i wasn't i was like i think you did your normal thing but i went out of at the beginning you were trying very hard not to you know interrupt just, me i re, you know what i just realized i'm interrupting you to tell you this <laughs> what no this is not the next week's episode because we did the live video last oh right yeah. all right so that the episode we did with the the no interrupto was two weeks ago was two weeks ago half a month ago um i don't know i think we just got to do what we do let's do what we do honestly the it's inter- our energy the interruptions don't bother me when they do i think it's funnier for me to make faces at the camera totally and just be like or just go ryan shut the fuck up i do a thing and i do it with my wife i do it with everyone that i know where i go whoa i get so excited to get the words oh. out of my mouth because i'm having such a big oh. idea that i can't help myself but but start talking even though the other person is talking and it's a terrible habit i know a big idea that Ryan wants to share with everybody, his wife and everybody. Ryan, you can't show your big idea here. This is you. I left my water outside. Go get your water, Steve. I'll talk about what we're going to talk here to, to do our New Year's episode that everyone watches every year. It's definitely not our least watched episode because everyone is taking time off of work, spending time with their families. And definitely not sitting around watching YouTube podcasts. Is it our least watched episode? I Maybe that's just trauma I have from like the first couple of years of us podcasting. But in my mind, it's like, no one's going to watch this. No one's going to listen. No one cares I, I think about this the, episode. I think the watching is different than the listening. You might be right. Prove us wrong. Watch this episode over and over and over again throughout the year. Make it your favorite episode this what, year. Watch this episode gets like 20,000 views. But we're going to... It's our most successful. We're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. We're going to talk about New Year's gear predictions and things like that. Uh, what do you want to do first? New Year's resolutions or New Year's um, pre- 2023 predictions, Steve? My my resolutions are the same every year, so I don't even really want to do them. <laughs> okay. Just go to you last never, year's. You, you, you want to lose 20 pounds? I want to lose 20 pounds, and I want to practice more. Just the same as last year. What did I not do last year? I did not lose 20 pounds and I did not practice more. (laughs) Did you gain 20 pounds and practice less? Yes, actually. (laughs) Uh, I would say that this year, 
You know what's going to happen. You make a resolution. The opposite is going to happen. You should make a goal of gaining 20 pounds ah. and not practicing at all. Ah. You know, that's a good call. Hack Uh, the system. Oh no, I broke my resolution and got super in shape, and now I'm a power lifter. Yeah, and you're gonna shred. Actually, you're shredded, and you can shred. If I became a power lifter, I'd probably weigh the same. I'd just be all muscle. All muscle. All gains. Yeah. Gains. Just ripped. Steve and I are gonna start doing the podcast shirtless, and we'll just oil each other up. The whole podcast. It, is if we one talk of us about guitars. If one of us gets like hella yoked, do you know who we could get on the show as a guest? Doyle von Frankenstein. Yeah, he can come on this what show. What are you doing? I'm touching this my belly. This is weird. I'm sitting here. Uh, welcome to New Year's episode. <laughs> this is the good stuff right here. Are you Jeez. glad you tuned in? <laughs> oh yeah, so I got a belly full of holiday ham. Sounds so disgusting. <laughs> Is this a good show? Uh, I'm not talking about this episode. I'm not talking about this video. Is this podcast at all? Should we keep doing it? In 2023, should we keep doing the show? Is that your your, uh, 2023 gear resolution? To quit the show? To quit the show? (laughs) As long as you keep showing up on Wednesday nights, I'm like, okay, I guess we're recording. There we go. It's it's all on you, Steve. I mean, as long as people keep showing up on Monday and, uh, you know, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday rolls around and I've got... 40, 50, 60 comments to respond to. Yeah, sure. I'm going to give the people what they want. As long as, you know, Chase Bliss keeps paying our sponsorship, (laughs) then it's like, what else are we going to do on on every other Wednesday night, you know? I'm not doing anything. Blame Chase Bliss. I got to wait for traffic to die down. Yeah, you're here anyways. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? Deal. Sit in traffic? Exactly. You're going to come over here and talk about guitars a little bit. This is way healthier than just going to the bar. Is that an option? Could we just go to the bar? I mean, I could because I got to wait for traffic. To I could meet you there. Yeah, that's true. I work like a, two blocks from Gravity Heights. I don't recommend that place, though. Yeah, I don't say. go there. I, I actually don't know anything about it. No, it's eh. <sighs> right. It's okay. Right? I don't, still right. don't know anything about it. Uh, oh, really? Do you, got, do, you, do you actually have any gear gear resolutions, new gear resolutions? I mean, I, I talked a little bit last year about like my work goals and stuff like that, and I feel like I'm on track. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I my, my new thought is, now that I've gotten control of my workflow... I think I, I I have a gear I have a gear year a new gears resolution that I want to try to work on uh not filming gear that I'm not interested in. Oh in. interesting. Like because I have this compulsion to like, oh that's interesting. I should try that. Mm-hmm. I could try that. I could see what that's like. I wanna try to be like do I really want to try that? Right. Does that really appeal to me? I'm not going to limit everything, but I really want to move towards that goal of demoing stuff that makes sense for me. And if it means, you know, limiting the things that I say yes to and then approaching brands that are making stuff that I'm interested in, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to try that this year because I've never done that. Right. I always wait for them to come to me first. And maybe it's time for me to branch out and approach brands and be like, I like this thing that you're making and selling. I see what you're doing here. I'd love to cover it. Here's my demo rates. You're talking about Paul Reed Smith, aren't you? (laughs) 
I just gotta try those pedals, man. You can't even tell when they're on. That's how good they sound. It's horse meat. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> the joke. It's horse meat. It's horse meat. No, like, like if someone comes out with something that's like, I want to try that in my surf band. Or like, I want to, you know, like, oh, man, I, I have this crazy idea to try that, you know. Like, I, 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 I want to work up the courage to to present myself as a demo channel to those companies and see if I can make content that makes more sense for the stuff that I like. You know? That's, that's my goal. That makes sense. That's my goal. It's a, that's a noble goal. My goal is to make two videos in 2023. I made one video, I think, in 2022. Which two do you want to make? Start planning now. Uh, I'm going to make the 2023 Premier Guitar Mystery Stocking video. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make a string swing. Oh, that's right. Video. I've got all the stuff now, so I'll probably actually hopefully make the video. By the time this airs, hopefully I've already made the video and I've sent it to you, and you can just edit it whenever. Steve is Steve is setting up sixty cycle hum studios north. Yeah, I, in his house right I now. Gotta, He's got a blue wall. I gotta figure out some pedal shelf. I need to figure out a pedal shelf situation. The IKEA shelves are great. Yeah. Is that what these are? I have a couple of the old wood uh, Ikea shelves if you want to take them home with you. There's one sitting right there on the crate cab. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's the one I used to have over in the... I in need the, like the so kitchen. many of those. Yeah, I know. Get, get the metal Ikea ones that I have. Those, are, right. those are great. Yeah. I'm down here all the time. What am I going to do after work? Send traffic on just go to Ikea. It's a good Ikea. Sitting send in Ikea is just like being in traffic. Yeah. You're I'm there. pretty sure you can order you Ikea stuff off the internet. Ikea is so bad for shipping sometimes. Yeah. It's because they have to ship it all the way from uh, uh, Sweden? China? China. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where Vietnam, Ikea Indonesia, stuff comes from. Know. Well, they have, to they have to ship it from Vietnam to Sweden, and then they have to ship it to uh, the UN, and then they have to pass a resolution and then they have to assemble it to check it, and then they have to disassemble it, repackage it, and then ship it to San Diego, which just gets shipped to you. What? Hey, man, I don't make the rules. Are right, you got any gear predictions? Gear predictions? This is gonna. This is a tough time because a lot, you know with this post-COVID sort of economy going on, and people have slowed down their buying. Mm -hmm. They really picked up buying it with COVID. We had like two years of people you, just going crazy. Are you about stuff. to make a depressing gear prediction? I predict that ninety-five percent of guitar companies are going to go out of business. No, no, no. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of like groundbreaking, exciting stuff. And I think we're going to see pretty conservative launches. Mm -hmm. We're going to see like, oh, hey guys, here's a launch of blue, red, and black guitars. Oh, that kind of conservative. Right, right. I was thinking like... No, not not, like not Rebel Flags. Green Child's going to make a comeback. Guitologist is going to like become get a million subscribers. He doesn't already? I don't know. Uh, what's that? What Will's Easy Guitar is going to make a comeback. Is he conservative? Uh, he drives around in a truck and yells at his phone. I don't really know what he talks about. I haven't kept up on him. I don't know. Is he still around? He I changed his name to like... Doctor Guitar or something. Sure. Not to be confused with never mind. We don't have to bring up other YouTubers every episode, Steve. We didn't last episode at all. Well, is Josh Scott a YouTuber? Is yeah, he, a, is he, he is. A, yes, he is. CEO of GHS. He's also a YouTuber. Um let's pretend that you know in twenty twenty three, let's pretend that YouTubers don't exist. 
Let's pretend we don't exist. <laughs> Let's pretend yeah. we're in Antarctica. Let's roll back the clock. Let's pretend it's first year 60 cycle hum. <laughs> Everything is a joke. We don't believe that we have any value to the industry at all because we, we don't. And uh, we'll never go anywhere with this. So this, this is where we are. I mean, we did talk about going back to the early episodes and just start rehashing topics from like <laughs> nine years ago. Yeah, what are we going to talk about? Let's check episode four. Yeah. Oh, hey, right. Did you see the new Fender Big Apple Stratocaster? <laughs> I know that came out in the 90s, guys. Have, like, you, heard, have you heard about this Reverb.com thing? You think that's going to take off? Yeah, right. eBay is the way to go. What do you think about this like new, new underground pedal company, Earthquaker Devices? Remember when we started uh, uh, Strymon was the biggest deal? I mean, they're, they're still, still pretty big deal. Yeah, but like the hype train. Oh yeah, was like the 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 rails were red hot. The hype train was going so fast, yeah. like like people were going bonkers for Strymon when we started, and it was crazy because it was like, oh my gosh, two hundred and fifty dollar pedals. Yeah, can you is will the market allow it? What am I gonna do? No, like legitimately, I remember... Um, they expect us to buy these things. Like, I think it's the El Cap. It was the El Cap, or like the Brigadier. Yeah, right. The Brigadier is one of them. The El Cap, I think it was the other one where, where people were like, a $280 delay pedal? It can't even loop like a DL4. We've been doing this show a while, haven't we? Maybe we should quit. <laughs> Welcome to 2023, the year where every episode we ask, should we quit? Jeez. I'm going to ask you. Hang up. At, if you, now that we're making money doing this, should we quit? <laughs> uh, you got, do you, so your gear prediction is just that you don't think there's going to be anything big. I think if we see exciting uh, stuff that pushes boundaries, we're going to see it from small builders. I think the big builders are going to pull back real hard and be very conservative with their launches. That actually almost lines up with my thought. For effect of the year, 2023. Year of the phaser? Year of the overdrive. <laughs> well, we got a bit of year of the rat there for a while. Uh, you know, like simple, simple circuits that are, you know, not simple, but well, you know, well explored concepts with maybe a few novel twists. You know, we saw, we've seen a rise of the big brand budget pedals that's true maybe we're gonna see a correct like a price correction we're gonna see brands backing off of the 300 200 pedal and saying hey we can still make 99 pedals wampler just did it with mm -hmm. two pedals jhs has a whole three series gibson has the maestro line fender has the hammer tone line uh, uh bread uh did the element line uh which is you know a lot of people weren't happy about the prices on that but you know we're seeing we're seeing a move in that direction, mm -hmm. and I think we might see quite a bit more of that. I think we're going to see uh, budget lines from a lot of pedal brands, and then eventually those lines are going to become more of the norm. It's just be like, oh, that's just those are pedals that they make, and they make yeah. other ninety nine dollar pedals e now too. EHX is going to come out with a ninety nine dollar pedal line. Oh, they've always had Donner is going to come out with a ninety nine dollar pedal line. K lines. <laughs> Sorry. You know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Right. Like, what's another comp? Like, Earthquake. Maybe Earthquaker will come out with a line of, you know, right. $120 pedals or something like that. The Wampler one shocked me because it's got like five knobs on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. They're spending a lot of money on pots mm-hmm. with that one. It's not funny, Steve. Pots cost money. I know. Wampler's it's funny. Yeah, Wampler kind of pots. Yeah. He's the the, gra- the graphics are really stripped back on those ones too. And I think we're going to see that start to shift. I think we'll see, like we're seeing these very simple graphic treatments on the $99 pedals. Right. And I think we're going to start to see circuits that can be $99 pedals just be kind of like, oh, we, we charge 100, 150 for these now. And we're still, we're getting back into the art wars mm-hmm. to see as, who has cool art. Oh, you like, think art's going to go crazy? You think art's gonna I don't think it's going to go crazy, but I think it'll normalize on the, on the more simple, more budget pedals where it's like, why won't, why wouldn't we put cool art on this? Like it's going to be one color, two color prints. It's not going to be like crazy full color prints. But it, you know, they'll they'll go back to having art on them. All right, I got it. Yeah. So It'll you, all be AI art, though. You brought up okay. You you brought this up. You brought it up yourself. Uh, in Facebook on the Facebook group, uh, I think it was in the Facebook group. Someone actually asked. I th- I want to say it was Joe uh, Joe Braga from Get Offset mm-hmm. uh, and Pedal, Pedal Partners, Pedal Playhouse, Pedal Playhouse, Pedal Playhouse. Uh, asked uh, what your fe- and let me get through the whole thing. I'm sorry, I can't thing. remember all the right words sometimes. Uh, she asked um, what your thoughts were on the whole Lenza AI-generated art thing. Let me finish. I know your opinion in the past has been that AI can't generate conv- like good art. I didn't, never said that. You've you've kind of said, like, oh, you think AI is like uh, isn't going to necessarily replace artists uh, because it's, like, kind of sloppy. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. But, I feel like, well, like the Wally stuff, I feel like always looked chintzy. Okay. Dolly, the Dolly, Dolly stuff yeah. always looked chintzy. Here, here's, here's, here's my current take on this. Yeah. AI uh, isn't a replacement for human created art. Like, I think there will always be a place for human created art. Sure. I think there will be tasks that AI replaces. And I think AI is going to become a conceptual tool for a lot of artists who then use it as a jumping off part to make what they actually want to make or use it as a tool to generate elements of what they want to make and things like that. Uh, But at the end of the day, even if, if someone who doesn't see themselves as artistically inclined is using AI to generate art, at some point they are making creative decisions as to when that AI generates the art that they want, the human touch is still there. The selection by humans is still there until it's like, until you literally just type in a camp command, AI generate uh, graphic advertisements for me for web pages. And you don't check them. You just trust it to do it. If it gets to that point, then there's not a then human artists are replaced. Um, I, mean, I feel like that works for, certain things but i guess i'm so, thinking about like so the whole lens of thing is basically auto-generated profile pictures sure like my my wife did it but my wife did it like and then everything went sideways i haven't used a lens um but with that one i think you upload like 10 profile pictures and then it takes your 10 profile pictures and generates like a hundred new profile pictures for you right right and so, yeah, you're picking them, but, and the big, the big thing with Lenza that people are flipping out about is that apparently it's scrubbing a public art database. Right. It's basing. It. So it's, and that's part of the thing. It's part of the point though. Is like, it's not, it's, it's not computers actually generating stuff. It's taking human generated right. art to generate its art. 
it's so it's I don't. I think it's. I think we're in a really interesting time with all that, and it's going to affect music too. There, there's, oh yeah, there's going to be AI music. Yeah, but it's if it's going to be similar where it's like someone types in like I need a hip hop beat and a bass line in D sharp, you know, or something like that. They'll just type stuff in and it'll spit something out. It'll spit out ten versions of something, ten different tries, and the person who needs it will select which one they want and then they'll build something around that and they'll use it as a generated element. We already have that in GarageBand. You set up a virtual drummer and it starts making drum beats for you and stuff. You know, like it's it's going to be a tool. Like every time is a the virtual drummer making the beat decisions for you or do you, are you still saying like I want a 4/4? Four, four? You can adjust all that. I, and you I, can, I've you, never you, used you, it. I don't you, know. I don't you know and the you and there's sliders that allow you to go in between, you know, tight or fills and things like that. And, and then it will just auto generate. It auto the generates. Fills. Okay. It auto generates fills for you and stuff like that. Like it's 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 pretty convincing. Yeah. I mean, a, dr a drummer's not going to be fooled, but if you want to make a scratch track, it's it's an excellent tool. Mm -hmm. And technically, you're putting a drummer out of work when you use it. You know, but th these things are tools. And every time a new tool comes into uh, the world, like people think like, oh, this is going to replace people. But that it becomes a tool that the people actually use. I'm hopeful in th that AI can't replace the people who are actually the, the human beings that are actually making the decisions. And the human beings that are making the decisions will use AI as a tool. And people who don't know how to use it effectively as a tool will be making images that every single person will be able to spot. It's like, oh, that's just AI art. Right. It's not, you know, this, they didn't go beyond just typing in stuff for AI art. It'll be effective for whatever they're trying to do for their newsletter or whatever, but it'll still just be AI art. And eventually there's going to be legality coming in as far as like yeah. these AIs that clearly are scrubbing artists' previous works. Yeah. And I think that, again, that's kind of... Uh, when we see lawsuits and stuff, I, it's going to make stuff more clear. I think there was, and I don't I don't know the details on it because I don't follow it, but I, there was one of the AIs, um, the, I think the database it was scrubbing is just a like a, it's like an archive. It's just this massive archive. But some of the art that I think was in that database that is starting to get scrubbed by the AI is like corporate logo art, and so now people are saying like that's actually that that that'll could do be it. What it is is now like corporations are. It's like yeah, you you train you, you know, train an, I, an AI to scrub Disney, and Disney is going to come after yeah, you. It's like that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like if. You, I don't know. I, I don't. Hey, AI, make me a Marvel movie. And then, yeah. you know. Like, I mean, that's already what's happening. Oh, back before. Well, did you finish watching? Did you finish watching She-Hulk? I did. <laughs> that's She-Hulk. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm down for whatever happens in the future. We all just have to survive it anyway. So, you know, like, I don't know. Can an AI do a worse job than we're already doing? I, I say vote for Google to be president. I don't mean whoever is running Google. I mean Google the entity. <laughs> I want an algorithm to run oh the gosh, run the world. Jeez. <laughs> Hi Ryan, welcome to Sixty Cycle Hum. Hello the, Steve, the Guitar Podcast. Hello Steven. Uh, you got any you got any gear predictions? Okay, going back, you got any you got any gear? I you know I said overdrive. You, is there an effect you think could be? 
What do you think is going to be the most popular effect in 2023? I think cab sims are just going to keep getting better and better and better. I, I updated my... my uh, cab sims? My pod... Uh, I thought my answer was dumb. Uh, pod XT? Is it the XT? It's the Helix. The pod he- Go. The pod, was not it the pod, pod Go? Go? It's not the Pod Go. The HX, HX Stomp. HX Stomp. Why couldn't I think? It's because it's the day after New Year's Day. I'm oh, yeah, right yeah. That's why. It's, we record this fire, leading up to Christmas. You're firing I'm, on three cylinders. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I updated it, and oh my gosh, the new cabs sound amazing. Oh, I like, like it, incredibly way better. And I was already really impressed with that UA pedal that I have that I've been mm-hmm. using. And I think I might switch. I might try switching back to the HX Stomp. That's actually pretty big news for my for my church board because the cabs sound really really good. Like Shoot. on the on the on the Princeton cab. Yep. I'm gonna have to redo all my presets now because they all this, this sounds, sounds so like much good. better. Yeah, I think we're gonna see fur, further and further drive away from real amps uh, because cab sims and amp sims are just gonna get that much better. Um, this is an old which we say every year. This is an old thing. By now, I've probably either done it or not done it. Should I have bought that PV Ultra Plus? No. That big half stack? Yeah. What were you gonna do with it? That's it was like two hundred bucks, right? It was like two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, but what are you gonna do with it? I'm gonna play it in my garage. I'm gonna play early two thousands new metal in my garage. You're you were never gonna use that. You never you were never gonna get two hundred dollars worth of joy out of that. You know why I wanted that? But you were gonna get like two hundred dollars worth of headaches of it living in your garage for the rest of your life. You know why I wanted that amp? You know what that amp does that no other amp does? It's stereo. Oh, I don't give a two. Okay, what does it do that no other amp does? The PV logo is clear plastic. And when you turn it on, if you're on the clean channel, it's green. If you're on the yellow channel, it's it's yellow. Ooh. What it's happened? like crunch channel. And if you're on the ultra channel, it's red. Oh, I didn't see that coming. So you can put a sticker on it. So this is so the PV Ultra Plus is like an amp, it's like that amp uh it's like an amp that I a bunch of bands that I used to see like in the early 2000s had. Sure. So it's like one of it, how everybody who was like a Blink 182 fan is like, oh god, you got a, du- a dual rectifier. Like, right, right. That right. was this is my amp for that. Right, right. And one of the bands I used to see all the time, they had one of the Shepherd Fairy Obey Giant stickers uh-huh. on the PV logo right. with so the eyes cut out. Yeah. So the eyes would change that. Yeah. That's why. So, dude, if I did that and I put a Shepherd Fairy sticker on it and cut the eyes out, I think I would get my $200 worth of joy out of that thing. <laughs> yeah, but you got to store it for the rest of your life. I'm telling you as someone who owned a half stack for a couple, for a while, like a year or something like that, it's not worth it. You don't need it. <sighs> Steve, you I don't, go, I don't need anything, Steve, man. Join a band and you still won't need it. You what, s- what about when we play Coachella? Who's we? The band that I'm in. <laughs> well, let me know when we has a name. Uh, and then, and then the band, call it we. The band call is the band called we. we. <laughs> Tonight at the Hollywood Bowl, we. But it's spelled W E E. People, people, wait. Did that was that supposed to be Weezer and the Zer fell off? Or just we. Is it supposed to be Ween and the In fell off? Nope. It's just we. <laughs> Are we 
done with this topic? I hope so. All right, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping is a part of the show where uh, thanks everyone. We thank everyone who supports us on Patreon. So thank you everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you'd like to support us for as little as one dollar or as much as whatever you want to pledge, head on over to Patreon.com/slash Sixty Cycle Humcast. Yes, every dollar counts. Every dollar counts. That's it true. Helps keep Steve and I out of uh the pet shelter the pet shelter yeah we because we're dogs steve i don't know all right this i'm i'm creatively spent right now this uh ad was sent by sassy cat sassy cat ad here we go we are proud to offer this 1995 fender moto stratocaster 19 of 250 built by the legendary john cruz at fender custom shop this guitar features a perloid finished body and hard shell case this guitar displays a few signs of playwear, but otherwise great condition. We've also included the matching Fender Moto Blues Deluxe, which has many signs of wear. Yeah, that including amp is what happened. Browning on the Tolex and a torn grill cloth. Uh, this is used guitar, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it's a used guitar. That's I don't I mean. even understand what happened to that grill cloth. <laughs> well, the amp, I mean, the, the guitar looks cherry. Oh, man, that bird's eye. Yeah, it's beautiful. Bird's eye should come back. I haven't seen a lot of bird's eye around in a while, but it's a really cool look. And for for a while there, bird's eye was the hot. I, th- look. I think so many brands have been going to like the roasted maple, where though I feel like bird's eye on a roasted maple could look interesting. Also, you think about like a lot of the the brands that have done the the like worn in neck finishes, uh, bird's eye. I mean, bird's eye could probably look cool there, but it's like less. Right, right. I guess. Bird's eye is like the ostrich skin boot of guitar necks. I don't, I don't know what that means. You know, like you know, like ostrich skin. Like it's got. Are you talking about like emu boots? Yeah, sure, whatever. Like oh, they're sheepskin. No, like Uggs. No. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about then. Gosh, I have to find a picture of ostrich leather for you. Uh, Okay, they make me do homework. Amp is. The amp's got some stains on it. That's interesting. That's weird. Yeah, the amp looks like someone used the crap out of it. Yeah, this looks like the front of this thing looks like it was attacked by a cat. That's ostrich leather down there. Cats. Down there, it's like the spiky leather. Oh, weird. I, I don't know that I've ever seen that. You never, Steve, I thought you were a cowboy baby. No, I'm not. Oh, it's got rusty pickups. This so someone's been playing this then. This uh remember when GFS was selling the moto bodies? They weren't like this though. I no. think they were didn't they have binding and like the moto ended on the ends or something like that on the edges? Yeah, I think it was just the top. Yeah. Um and you can kind of see the wood grain through it. Like this is a full I don't know how they do this. How they wrap moto and have it be seamless like that? It's actually one big block of moto. It's no. Like, oh, I don't know. It couldn't be, Steve. <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> it looks amazing. And, like, I'm kind of not a huge fan of moto for the most part. I, I tend to prefer flatter looks. But this looks amazing. The most part of the motost part. What? don't know okay i'm looking at this amp uh yeah me too and i don't uh i made the joke about cat damage 
There is something, I don't know what it is. Fender amp people, I want to know. You like not Fender the roll well, Fender the brand, if you know, let but me Fender know. Fans, Fender, Fender amp fans. Fender fans. Uh that know like the technical. I'm a Fender amp fan, but I don't know what the technical is. There are a lot of amps, uh Fender amps from the 90s where if they don't have this silver weave, which is um like the classic one straight back here. Right, right. They tend to fall apart. Now yours, your your reverb and your uh your blonde princeton over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh that I don't know what you would call that weave color. Like a uh, I don't know. But it still looks pretty good. Sure. But I've seen a lot of like the Acoustasonic amps. Um, you think that there's something Sonic Junior innate amp? about the fabric that just falls apart? I don't. That's the only thing I can figure because I see it so often and I don't see it with the silver pattern. I only see it with the brown pattern. This definitely this looks is like a, this is a cream pattern, but it's got the same kind of work. Because here's the thing, right? Okay, this is you got loose threads, like straight on. You have loose threads, and then the thing that that is really weird to me is how. The, it's worn around the it's speaker. It's worn around the speaker. It makes me think that there's something where, like, the threads just start to unravel. And then you have, like, it definitely I doesn't just, look. I don't know. It looks like it's deteriorating. Like, this got stuck in a time machine and got buried for 10,000 years. Yeah. It looks like mummy cloth, you know? And how, how did that happen? Because it doesn't look like someone was tearing at it. Like, no. if, if a cat was doing this, then it would be, like, like, the corner would be chewed and there would be a couple of big scratches, but this is like the entire fabric is deteriorating at the same time. So I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's exactly I, what you're saying. I look at the top of the amp and I see the brown stains and I'm kind of like, well, th that's kind of interesting. I've seen like actual like bathroom moto that kind of does that. So it's not like it's, it almost gives it an older, like actual, they put their, they put their drink on the amp. You know? Yeah. It's like gives it an actual like vintage art deco vibe, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, but I have no for I I've again I don't know what's going on with the grill cloth. I've seen this a bunch, and I would love if anyone knows what's going on here, what causes this. I'm I guess I'm unwilling to believe that it's oh that amp was just abused, you know, played hard or whatever. Because and especially I don't because there would be signs of other wear on the amp, and also because this is like a custom shop type of amp. I mean, I guess someone could have pushed it hard, but I just, I, I have trouble believing that. Right. That somebody would pay extra for this amp that's designed to look like furniture and then just push it. And again, I know how long you've had your Princeton Reverb. Well, it was used when I got it. I've had it for almost 10 yeah. years now and it's, yeah. And it still looks pretty cherry. Right. You know, even like your PV Classic, which I watched you abuse on a regular basis. Yeah, I was rough with that thing. It did not look like no. this. So what is going on with this fabric? I don't know. Did they make it out of toilet paper or something? It's what it looks like. Huh. Because the guitar, did, I mean, look, there's there's corrosion on the tuner. You said there was rust on the pickups. This guitar yeah. was played. The guitar, this guitar, this and this guitar, the aging on there, the the stuff on the pickups. I was just you know being. It honestly looks like it's been well taken care of for a twenty seven seven year old guitar. guitar. Did the math right in my head? Yeah. I'm shocked. Oh, also they want ten uh, ninety five hundred dollars for this. So uh, I don't know if that's fair. It's a, I would say it maybe works out to about eighty five hundred for the guitar and a thousand dollars for the amp. But again, the amp looks like ass, so maybe not. I have no, I have, I have no perspective on 
the collectability of this guitar, of the true value of it. I have no idea what it would cost to reproduce this. Like, how do you even how do you even wrap a guitar in moto like that? It's amazing. It's a miracle that this exists at all because I have no idea how that works. Yeah, where are the seams? That's what I'm saying. It looks seam. It looks seamless. Is moto one of those plastics? Let me ask. I, you you may, might know more about it. Moto's just like celluloid, right? Yeah. So celluloid, uh, does it shrink under heat? It shrinks with age. Why did I think it could shrink with like heat? It might. If you get it too hot, it'll burn. Yeah, it'll like it. Yeah, it'll. Like violently. Yeah. Because uh, my thought was like maybe they take the body and then they. Um, like vacuum. Like, vac like kind of like a vacuum application. I think that would be to. I think that you would get all sorts of wrinkles and stuff. I think it's. Yeah, but if you had a thick enough piece of celluloid, there has could, to be a seam. You could do that, and then well, you could like a, sand it. What if it is a solid brick of moto? I don't think it's a solid brick of moto. It would be wild if it was. It would probably weigh a freaking ton. Or maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know what a brick of moto would weigh. It's a brick. Oh, geez, somebody's selling one of these on eBay for seventeen grand. All right, this is a great deal. I'll go buy it. Somebody's also selling what the this is on Guitar Broker, Bender Stratocaster and Blues Deluxe Moto set for a million dollars. Of course, of course. And this is practically a steal compared to a million dollars. This is a they're calling this a museum set. Also, if I is, if I bought this, I would get the the amp grill cloth replaced. They're calling this a blues deluxe because it's I know that's ridiculous. It, I know that's a, a big statement to make, but I would get I would get it fixed. Oh, blues deluxe. I'm thinking blues junior. So they have they have the amp that matches the moto of the uh of of the guitar. So this is like a gold brown moto. Right, like a bursty. Look yeah. at the amp. The amp looks great. Yeah, the gold, gold cloth is pristine. Yeah. I don't You guys know. can't see that picture. Maybe I'll track it down to put it up on the screen. I don't Maybe know. you won't. Who can say? Who knows? Let's do a sponsor spot. All right, you want to sure. do a sponsor yeah, spot? I do want, Steve, that's what I was hoping that we would do. This week's episode is brought to you by String Jones. That's right, Steve. They're crafted in Nashville, Tennessee. They're played on stages worldwide, including probably in 2023, some stages in San Diego, California, maybe? Well, that should have been your New Year's resolution to play some Dino Go show. Oh, yeah. Oh, dumbass. I am pretty. I mean, you can see one of our new masks back there yeah. behind us right now. Uh, I am pretty excited to start playing shows again. So this is the signature set um, because, uh, well, uh, this is a signature set. Ryan's going to get some of the coded set. Hey, Ryan has the coded set. I'm sure... He thinks they're great, don't you, Ryan? By the time this episode airs, I've got the coded sets, and I've probably installed them on a guitar, and I'm sure I'll have an opinion on them on the next episode. All right. 60-cycle hum. Uh, but this is a 9x42 set. You can get, you know, 9x42, 10x46, whatever, like 10 by. I got 11s down in the box down there. 10 by 10 to 52 if you want that light, heavy combo. I put 9s on my shreddy guitars. I put 11s on my surfy guitars. You can get whatever you want. You can customize your sets if you go to StringJoy Dude, uh, using the link you can in get the sets description. You, you can get sets you don't want. Like, that's how crazy Stringjoy is. Well, you can like, weird. you could make sets, custom sets. You're like, I don't even want this. I just want to see what it's like. 
and they show up and you're like, why did I order this? This is, this is so far outside of normal, but you'll try them anyways. Stringjoy, the only string company that will sell you sets you don't even want. Is that a good pitch? I feel like I feel like your pitch for this is basically string joy for people who are psychopaths. <laughs> All right, this episode abuse yourself. Get a really weird set of strings. Because uh, <laughs> you can make every string like a different this, weird gauge. This episode also brought to you by bigger pedals. This pedal is a slice of pie. It's by bigger pedals on the tone mom. They made a bunch of those a few weeks back. Uh, oh, yeah? I don't know if they sold out of them yet, but uh, if you want one, you should go check because they're catching up on orders. They're in business over there. They are making stuff again. The lights are on in the pedal factory, and uh, you've got a golden ticket to go follow them on social media so you can stay up on everything. Go follow Big Ear Pedals on social media. I was trying to do a Willy Wonka thing. It's like you're not going to yeah. get a golden ticket. Ryan, I'm going to throw you, the I'm gonna throw you a curveball right now. Curveball me, Steve. This episode's also brought to you by Chase Bliss. Whoa, I wasn't expecting that. This is the Dark World Dual Channel Reverb. Uh, do they still sell these? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're a great I'm reverb. Sorry. I love that reverb for doing kind of like ambient, shimmery, spooky. I kind of want to put it on my dinosaur ghost board because like I, I dial it in to do this shift in between a low shimmer, like a low octave shimmer, up to a high octave shimmer. It's just so spooky and ghosty sounding. It's, yeah. it's great. Head on over to chasebliss.com. Uh, I think is their website now. I always said Chase Bliss Audio. That was the old website, but I think it's just ChaseBliss.com now. Now it's Chase Bliss Visual. It's oh, visual okay. Effects, Chase, yeah. Chase, yeah. Uh, I just want to hear. I'm gonna. I gotta go find this video now. I know it exists of the Legend of Zelda Link to the Past theme being played through this pedal. Chase Bliss yeah. Audio. Savor the flavor at ChaseBlissFlavors.com. What? That that doesn't exist. Just use a regular URL. Ryan, what's new? Oh, man. Dinosaur Ghost was supposed to have a gig this week, but then it disappeared. Ooh. Yeah, we were we were hustling to, to get ourselves gig ready, and uh, then it just kind of fell apart, which is fine because we're all been kind, kind of busy, but we do have a couple of practices under our belt, and uh, uh, I am excited to book some shows in 2023. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we're going to be gig ready in March. What's in March? I'll be I'll be available to play. Oh. So that's what's in March. I will personally be available to play shows in March. You should uh you should try to book a NAM show in April. Take the whole band up to NAM. You can play in the Marriott uh Do the NAM band thing? Do, you can play in the Marriott lobby. That lobby. would actually, that would actually be kind of fun. And then uh you know in the middle of your set, you can have you can don't like, they usually get like professional cover yeah, bands can, to do that? You can sub out and uh, you can you can hand your guitar off to Paul Davids. He can take us. He can take a couple so song, songs or. I mean, Paul Davids did do. Where are we going to pretend that other YouTubers don't exist? I'm not good. Damn at these it, games. Steve. Damn it. I didn't say he was a YouTuber. I just said he was a guy at Nam who happened to be named Paul David. I'm gonna, and also is like a six foot four uh Dutch or whatever guy. We're gonna we're gonna play at Nam and I'm gonna invite Dovey Doss on stage and he's gonna have to jam with me. <laughs> uh no, I don't know. Did anyone watch that video? Dovey Doss. Dovey Doss, you well, you were there. You didn't have I to watch there. the video. I had COVID. 
Toby Doss published this video of us jamming together at Sweetwater. And it was it was fun to go read the comments because he has a totally different style of commenter than yeah. this channel has. Wow. A lot of middle-aged women. Is that what it is? Comments. No, people are extremely complimentary. I didn't say they were like negative comments. No, I just I, I didn't check their gender, Steve, or their age. There, there's a picture of the person and a name. Okay, I wasn't looking that close. I was reading their words, Steve, because I value their okay. words. I value their mind. Uh, all right, all right. Okay. Jeez. No, like it was wild because like the like comment after comment after comment is like, oh, it is so inspiring to see so to see two master musicians expressing their craft. And I was like, I was just noodling blues riffs. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Go check out the video. Go for the video. Stay for the comments. The comment section is wild to me. So, yeah. It was fun, though. I had a great time jamming with Dovey. I'd do it again. You couldn't stop me if you tried. Why am I hunched over? What are we talking about again? I mean, we're doing what's new. That's oh, all what's, what's new. new. I don't have a what's new. I want to. I want to film dinosaur ghost practices and like do like little web shows and stuff. So maybe we'll do virtual internet shows. I don't know. You guys want that? I think you want that. I can hear you screaming no, and I'm I'm deciding that means yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this next ad. All right, uh, this ad. Uh, you know, Ryan, when you uh, play with two other people, you're in a trio. Yeah. Uh, when you play with one other person, you're in a duo. Yeah. When you play with three other people, you're in a quattro. But when you play by yourself, as called, you are a soloist. Oh, I was thinking of an M word. A mono? A masturbator. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's on that? The next ad is a Jackson soloist. Oh, no, that's what I'm on. I'm on the Jackson solo. Yeah, selling due to house clearance, untested, so unsure if working. Also, two strings missing. No idea of the model type. Obvious signs of wear, but a vintage model, so would be brilliant in the right hands. Oh, that's all it takes. My guitar is old, so it's good. A Jackson soloist in the right hands. What if it's in the left hands? Then it feels like someone else is doing it. Is this really? 2023, the year of the masturbation joke. Is this actually a Jackson solo? I'm not. Sh I think it's a Jackson neck. I'm, I think this was originally a, a an Explorer style body type that someone cut down. I don't think this is a soloist body because, and that's why I included the picture of an actual soloist. Note the placement of the knobs that's on the soloist. That's a Charvel, Charvel Jackson. A Charvel Jackson soloist. Okay. But honest, all this is the soloist yeah. I could find that had uh, had the the Kaler, mm -hmm. uh, as this has a Kaler adjacent style trim on it. None of the Jackson soloists I found had the knobs in this placement. It, they have three knobs, but not in this placement. I think this was an Explorer body shape before, because that's an Explorer layout. And I don't think it was necessarily a Jackson body. I think we're seeing a chimera here. I don't even know if that's actually a Jackson neck. It might it's, not it's be. It's definitely like a refinished head. No, stock. this thing's you know, that you, the logo is definitely not original. 
Someone did. I their- mean, according to this, the body is a Roland. <laughs> this is a drum. Everything's a drum. Everything's a drum. Yeah, whoever, uh, whoever. Well, the problem is whoever made. This, I'm pretty sure that's a Jackson truss rod cover, though. Whoever made this guitar, they they came a little too original. It's got a zero fret on it. It's not technically a zero fret, but look at that like locking nut situation. It's a metal nut with the locking behind it. I like that. That's weird. I want to know what this was originally. It's definitely been well loved in inappropriate ways. Oh my gosh, it's a set neck. So whatever the neck is, is what it was. It might be a Jackson. So it's cracked. Set oh neck. yeah, it's, it's damaged. This can't be the original shape though. There's no possible way. This is someone's, someone's got a bandsaw, you know? Someone got a bandsaw for their birthday and this is what happened. And what were they trying to do? They made a bottle opener out of it, but why? <laughs> like, what is this shape? They're really thirsty. What is this shape? Why did know. they think this shape would be better than whatever it was before? I looked up <laughs> Jackson Solus Vintage. How about at least four cans of spray paint died for this guitar? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what's going on with this neck. I, I it almost looks like somebody slapped just the locking nut behind this thing and it's not actually supposed to be there. I have no idea. I'm tired just looking at this thing. Don't buy it. Also, like, aren't the... Oh, I guess I guess that's a... Steve, don't buy this guitar. That's the one that doesn't... Begging. I was going to say, like, I feel like these should have a... Um, you know what's surprising, Steve? What? This sold. Yeah, for freaking, like, 80 bucks. The winning bid was 67.33 pounds. Yeah, very heavy. That's a, a large amount. Of, I, could a, lift, I could lift that over my head. No, you couldn't. I could lift. You could lift six. Uh, what, you, don't think I could lift, you don't think I could lift 67 pounds over my head? You're going to say that your kid weighs 67 pounds, but I don't think your kid weighs 67 pounds. I don't know pounds. how much he weighs, but I guarantee you I could lift. You can probably lift 67 pounds I guarantee over you I could lift it's not 67 pounds over my head. Okay. I, can, I was digging it. holes in the backyard for a retaining wall as carrying around bags of concrete that weigh 90. Or over your head? No, but I could have. All right. Steve doesn't think I'm strong enough to lift this. Well, I know you've been going to the gym a lot in 2022. Not so to maybe, get strong, so to keep maybe, my heart to so keep you, my heart ticking. I just I could just do that without going to the gym. I can lift 67 pounds over my head, Steve. I don't know how, how much, heavy do you I don't think 67, know how much 67, pounds, 67 is? pounds is. I've never picked up 67. You've pounds. never picked up. Six, you were gonna buy a half stack. I, I worked in a Home Depot parking lot for a month. I, you were gonna buy a half stack, Steve. Yeah. Do those weigh 67 pounds? Yeah, absolutely. My, remember that base rig I had? It was like 300 pounds. Oh my gosh. 200 pound cabinets and a 55 pound Yeah, that head. was stupid. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally heavy tone. Yeah, yeah, so big. Um, No, this is, this is an, oh, I actually think this price is okay. Oh yeah, it's it's, to- it's fine. Like you're buying you're buying pickups I, and that bridge. I think I feel like you could, to the into the, for the right buyer you could get your money back on that bridge. Even Someone's though you don't have the for, bar, someone is looking for that bridge because the the guitar that it belongs in wants it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, for eighty bucks, you know the the neck and the body are shot. 
Um, the tuners are probably not great because they look just really old and trashed. You just don't put old tuners on a new guitar. You know, uh, the, the locking nut, maybe someone wants that piece, but it's missing the locks. Yeah, no one wants that piece. No one wants that piece. But the I, the bridge and the pickups, I guess maybe. I guess maybe. I don't know. But the bridge is probably the thing that would command that amount of money. And maybe that's why someone bought it. They're like, I want that bridge. I need that bridge because it's compatible with this other thing that I have. I think this headstock is the same headstock that I donated to the Yule Log. Like, I think this neck is the same. You think so? It's pretty similar. But it's not bolt-on. It's set. Oh, yeah, you're right. Unless. I can't believe someone bought this. No, I know. All right. Somebody, somebody's scavenging something parts. Else. Yeah, let's talk about. Oh, we already talked about. Let's talk about Big Sky Country. Here we go. We are Eclectic Sounds, a.k.a. Echo Sounds, a storefront in Portland, Oregon. We are open seven days a week from 11 to 5. Killer bass. This is a this is a killer bass with a nice burst in carving. This bass by is now a murderer. Retired Montana artist Frank Tetralt. Frank has done many carvings throughout the state. Very clean and mint condition. Missing one volume knob. 11 pounds, 8 ounces. Yeah, that it's, sounds about right. I don't know if I could lift that over my head. <laughs> it's been more than 25 years since the PV Electronics Company introduced its revolutionary T60 and T40. Yeah, no shit. It's been more than 25. Come on. It's we been, don't need a full it's history. It's been lesson. like 40 Listen, years. I cut the vast majority of it out. This ad had literally three paragraphs of history of PV in the description. This is a not just on the not on the guitar, just a history of PV. This is nine hundred fifty dollars. It's sold. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like it. I don't hate it. I think the the part that wins me over is um, the fish. <laughs> I like the trout, but the eagle looks like. <laughs> But the trout's like, hey! Why does he? I, I don't like the eagle. If it didn't have the tongue, I think it would look better. It would look better without the tongue for sure. There's a folk art element here. I don't know anything about the artist. It sounds like it's someone notable from the region, I uh, suppose. Right. Uh, I told you the artist is Frank Tetralt from Montana. So now you know about the artist. I, I, yeah, but I have no frame of reference for who that is. Like, it's not, I don't, I don't travel in, you know, like artists of Mo Montana circles. I think so. these tuners were replaced. So the value is not there. Anymore. That's the thing that's going to kill the value. Look at how clean the pickup looks. I don't believe yeah. this, this bass got played. I think it was it's an art piece. It's missing a knob. I know what, it, and that's, they're cool knobs too. They're yeah. those PVP knobs. It's going to be hard to replace that. No, probably not, though. You probably get one on for 10 bucks on Amazon. Or not Amazon, on, on eBay. That's a lot for a single knob. <sighs> I don't know, man. Someone bought it, you said? Yeah. Someone bought it. It says it's sold. Well, it says it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. That's what my kid says. It's gone. I'm going to say buy a non-carved one. You think that you could probably get a non-carved one? Because if you get a non-carved one, their wood hasn't been removed and it will weigh 12 pounds. And you're going to want that extra pound. Yeah. Trust me on this. You want this guitar to be as heavy as possible. I don't know, man. There are four T45s. Uh, in the right... Some, holy crap. In the right band, this would be a really cool look. 
I think it would I think it would work in the right band. So it's the, not it's not my style though. The cheapest PVT forty five and it, for some reason it looks a little weird, like the burst looks kind of yellowed out. Um it says it's original. It doesn't I'm not seeing anything. They want nine nine hundred dollars for it. There are three other PVT forty fives that she on uh and they're all outside the US and they're all asking what would uh the base price would be like thirteen hundred wow plus monster shipping. People want that well dude, they weigh twelve, thirteen yeah. pounds. Yeah, no, no. I mean it's international. And they're long boys. Yeah. Not short boys. I kinda wish the eagle was better. If it just I wish it just had the fish. Just an all fish theme. Just give me the trout. I just, just want that all, trout. Give me that. Tr- you want? It's that not trout. a base. It's a trout. It's not oh. a bass. It's not oh a bass. My it's gosh. a trout. That's horrible. I know. It's ter- you oh. could have at least put a bass on there, but I know that's How a trout. How dare you? Tell me that's not a trout. No, it's definitely a trout. Trout it's a, it's a confirmed. Rain- I think it's a rainbow trout. I know trout. I know trout in and out. I've I've I've, I've caught all kinds of trout. I love eating trout. I know exactly what a trout looks like, and that's a trout. I've seen a trout once or twice. Now, that eagle, I'm not so sure. Have you ever, okay, have you ever done this thing? Uh, have you ever looked up what a bald eagle sounds like? Yeah. I know about, I know okay. that bald eagles don't sound like eagles in Got movies because in folks, movies they use hawk sounds. Yeah. Folks watching this, uh, if you just, just Google bald eagle calls. They're insane. <laughs> They're just do it. Trust Maybe me. that's what this bass sounds like. Trust me, you want to do it. Impersonate one right now. I can't, dude. It's like, try. It's, I feel like it's like, yeah. It's like something weird like that. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Oh, Steve, bald eagles in the house. Oh my god, they heard you. So dumb. You <laughs> want to do this song? I think we had a bald eagle in San Diego a while back. I don't know if you say so. Like someone spot, they were people were spotting it around. Did it escape from the zoo or something? No, no. Like it flew down here. Got lost. No, I think I think I think originally they they were all over the place, and maybe they're reclaiming habitat. I don't know. This email of them and the coyotes. Yeah, yeah. This email they're working together is uh, is entitled. Please play my song, assholes. <laughs> hey, Ryan and Steve, this song is. Wait, by- is he talking to us? Yeah. Uh, by uh, this song is by my band, The Apertures. It's called Electric Dream, and it's the second track on our album, Kodachrome, which we just released today, October 16th, 2022. Uh, it was recorded at my uncle's house using Reaper. I sang lead vocals and played a Harmony Stella, Squire Jazz Bass, and a Tele style parts caster through a Bell Epic into a. Uh, is it Epic? Bell Epic? Bell Epoch? I read it as Epoch. But I have I honestly have no idea. How Into to say a that Fender word. Blues Deluxe reissue. I also played a synth line in, on a chord, Korg Volca keys, but it's kind of buried in the mix. My cousin played drums, produced the track, so he's responsible for all the cool plug-in synths you hear throughout. Lyrically, the song was inspired by my stepson, who's almost ten now. Once when he was a toddler, I heard him cry out in his sleep, and I was heartbroken by the idea of him having bad dreams. So I did what any parent would do and wrote a psychedelic rock song about it. Hope you guys enjoy it and can check out the rest of the album. That does track. That's a link that I'll that'll be posted in the description. And lastly, I want to thank you guys. Oh, he wants to thank us. Okay. Thank you guys for everything you do. I work in healthcare and I started watching the channel regularly in 2020, around the start of the pandemic. 
and really helped me get through a difficult time for me and my family and has been a source of comfort for me ever since. You know what? You're thanking us, but I want to thank you for listening and yeah. viewing, whatever, you, however you consume this content. And thank he you. says, stay grounded. You stay grounded. Let's wait for the song to load. Load in, load in, load in. like that a lot that was a lot of fun thank you for that sending cool. that thanks all right happy new year everyone bye stay grounded stay grounded for sure stay grounded. <laughs>